By the end of the first season, I was going to leave the show. And as fate would have it, I was to be a celebrity guest at some fundraising thing on that Saturday night. When the organizer came over and said, Miss Nichols, um, there's someone here who said he is your biggest fan and he's desperate to meet you. And I said, oh, thank you. So I stand up and looking for a young man who's a Star Trek fan. I turn and instead of fan, there's this face the world knows. And I remember thinking, whoever that fan is, is going to have to wait because Dr. Martin Luther King, my leader, is walking toward me with a beautiful smile on his face and says, Miss Nichols, I am your greatest fan and my family are your greatest fans. As a matter of fact, this is the only show on television that my wife and I will allow our little children to stay up and watch past their midnight. And my mouth just opened and closed. And I said, Dr. King, thank you so much. And then I got the courage to say, and I really am going to miss my co-stars. And he said, what do you mean? Dead serious. What are you talking about? I said, well, I'm going to leave Star Trek because I have an offer to star in it. I never got that far. He said, you cannot. You cannot. I was taken aback. I just looked at him. He said, don't you understand what this man is achieving? And I, I just looked at him. He said, for the first time on television, we will be seen as we should be seen every day, as intelligent, quality, beautiful people who can sing, dance, and, but who can go into space, who can be lawyers, who can be teachers, who can be professors, who are in this day, and yet you don't see it on television until now. And he went on, but I could say nothing. I just stood there, realizing every word that he was saying was the truth. And he said, if you leave, Michelle, Gene Roddenberry has opened a door for the world to see us. If you leave, that door can be closed because you see, your role is not a black role and it's not a female role. He can fill it with anything. And, and at that moment, the world tilted for me. And I knew then, I didn't want to know it, but I knew that I was something else, that the world was not the same. And that's all I could think of was Dr. King. Everything that he had said, the world sees us for the first time as we should be seen. And I remember being angry. Um, why me? Why should I have to? Whatever happened come Monday morning, I went to Gene, and I'm not sure to this day if I knew what I was going to say. And I told him what happened. And I said, if you still want me to stay, I'll stay. I have to. And he opened his door, and he looked up at me and said, God bless Dr. Martin Luther King. Somebody knows what I'm coming for. And I said, that's what he said. <laughs> and he took out my resignation, which was 
torn into a hundred pieces and handed me the pile. And we just stood there looking at each other. And I finally said, thank you, Jean. And he said, thank you, Michelle. And my life's never been the same since. And I've never looked back. I've never regretted it. Because I understood the universe had somehow put me there. And we have choices. Are we going to walk down this road? Or are we going to walk down the other? And it was, it was the right road for me.